Welcome to Get Dressed, the podcast. We are two friends who just love talking about all things wardrobe related, and we thought we would open up the conversation for anything and anyone else to join. If you have a burning wardrobe question, don't let it burn a hole in your pocket. Find us at Get Dressed, the podcast on Instagram or email your questions to us at getdressthepodcast at gmail.com. Pre this madness, we have reached out to friends, families, and followers for questions on topics that range from sustainability to dress codes. However, disclaimer, I think you might have noticed everything has changed. We want to navigate these weird times with you and your wardrobes. The idea is an old-fashioned call-in radio show, the Dr. Love for your clothing conundrums. Here is our first caller, Suffering Sweatsuit Sally. Go ahead, Sally. We are listening. Tell us your age, what you are wearing in the least sexually suggestive way possible, and your question. Hi, Allison and Georgina. I'm calling because I've been wearing sweats for the past four days and I honestly can't think to wear anything else. I don't have a question. That's it. I'm 28. Oh, man. I think we're all feeling that. (laughs) I mean, I think first and foremost, at least for me, is that there's no judgment for what one is wearing or doing at this point in time because I think it's completely unprecedented and we're just trying to get through in whatever way possible. And I think for me, especially, I guess, I don't what week are we even going into now? Time is irrelevant. We don't know what day it is. It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. For me, at least I've gone through waves. I've been at the very beginning, I was elasticated waistbands most days. Now I've transitioned a bit to wearing, occasionally wearing clothes that I would wear outside of the house. And some days I still just feel like not really changing out of my pajamas. So do you find it interesting? Some days you just don't notice. It's like, I want to be, you know, we talked about like, I'm not sure when I last had a shower. Um, it's you want to be clean and you want to feel fresh, but it's like a little bit of a time warp and it's like time is this concept that doesn't matter and I'm just doing what I need to do to feel good and fine. And some days that is a tracksuit and then some days that is something a bit more extra. Like, I, I mean, I'm really using this time to get down my cost per wear on other items in my oh, wardrobe okay. that I haven't worn for ages. Like, I, um, last Friday, you know, I think traditionally in an office situation, you would do dress down Fridays, but I've been really doing dress up Fridays. Fridays are my day where I have my most meetings. So I've been wearing last Friday, I wore a Lee Matthews dress that I literally wore to weddings last summer. Um, but I've really worked out that if you put your laptop, um, on like a couple of books, you can kind of just get the perfect headshot and you don't have to do an awkward, like tilt of the screen to kind of get, you just get enough of clothing so that it looks like you're dressed, but this dress, particularly that this Lee Matthews dress is quite um, low. So it cuts out the bosoms. It cuts cuts out the very puffy sleeves and just looks like a hint, a hint of clothing. And that's what, you know, that's how I've been getting by. At first I was rolling my eyes at people who, colleagues who were saying, maybe not, not so much colleagues, but more maybe friends who were saying that they were still getting dressed just as equally as much as when they were going into the office. Um, but now I think I kind of understand it as far as the mentality and getting into the headspace of a working day. Mm. Um, I still don't think I get as dressed as I would um, before necessarily the office, but I'm definitely shopping my own wardrobe and getting out pieces that I haven't probably worn 
in ages, or at least pieces also that I haven't worn in years, but I also can't bring myself to get rid of whenever we do mm. a, a cull, a wardrobe cull. Yeah. Um, I mean, my grandfather used to get up, get dressed, and put on almost a full suit every day, even until the day he passed away. Um, I love, I love people who do that in retirement. Like, the, you know, I watch a lot of old women walk down my street and they've got their lipstick on. They've obviously had their hair set. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I've also been doing the same. I mean, I'm definitely living in, um, you know, like yoga pants or track pants. But what I've really noticed is I, a lot of the pieces that are hard to style, I doesn't, it doesn't matter that they're hard to style anymore because no one's seeing me from head to toe. So I'm, you know, I might be wearing leggings, but then I might be also like putting a top on top of that, that previously I thought was really hard to style. You know, it might be like, I've got quite a lot of like, got this Ganny wrap top with really big sleeves. And it's like the horse print one, but it, it's quite cropped, right? So when I actually style it in the real world, I kind of have to put it over a dress so that there's no gap between my high-waisted trousers and the top. But with leggings, you know, you can pull your leggings right up and then all of a sudden you have this kind of, it's quite an 80s look. Like it's a kind of look I thought had died for my body shape, like maybe when I was 16. Um, but very I, you know, Sandy from Greece style. If you very have. Sandy from Greece. I kind of looked in the mirror and I thought, I don't mind this. So I kind of wondered, like, you know, I didn't think I'd be the girl that would, you know, I never wear tight things around my like waist and hips. It makes you feel really uncomfortable and very body conscious. But I wonder if like post Corona now I have the confidence to just be like, well, I feel like this kind of works. Maybe this is a new thing for me. Maybe this is something I will take post pandemic. Unsure. <laughs> take it out. Yeah. <laughs> you leaving the pandemic. With yeah. You. Especially these leggings. So these leggings that I live in, like my ride or die like workout gear is an Australian brand called P nation. And they have like, I think they have some kind of compression magic in them, but I have one, I have a couple of pairs. Most of them have like stripes down the side, but I have one pair that doesn't have anything on them. They're just plain black. So I wonder if I actually would put boots with them and wear that whole thing as an outfit, you know, wear them as tr outside trousers, outside, like exercising. Unsure, but. Well, I personally think I, um, think I might take the, the whole sweatsuit look now out inside of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, that's what I think I'm going for. I've, when we first kind of went into lockdown, I ordered um, two coordinating sweatsuits that have subsequently, we've had trials and tribulations, I'm sure everyone has, and getting anything delivered mm. to the house. But I'm really into coordinates. So yeah. that, that's how I feel, how I've been maintaining the level of sort of a look is making sure that they're matching, Yeah, um, at least for me, because I've also been loving the ones by Fruits of the Loom. And there's great also a price great, point. great price point, but it's providing comfort and ease and a sense of, I don't know, just, it's just a cool, like, I think you're right. It's like anything that feels like, because there's no way, and I haven't put jeans on this whole time. Like, I don't. I'm not someone who thinks that jeans are like as comfortable as track pants. I'm, I'm very unclear how people think they're one and the same. But so I definitely <laughs> not me. Not the same. So I think if you have a you know a bottom and a top that somehow matches, it makes this whole thing a lot easier. Like um, Zara and ASOS now have co-ord sections on their website, and effectively what those 
are. They're like elevated loungewear pieces. You know, they're like matching knit tops and bottoms. They're not your traditional tracksuit, but they, um, they still match and they look really pulled together. And I definitely think you can pair those things with trainers, but you can also put like, I mean, you could definitely, there's a Zara two piece. It's like a light tan knit. You could definitely, and it's quite a loose neck. You could definitely pull that and get some shoulder out. Um, and the, pants the trousers pants trousers i use that interchangeably english people think trousers are trousers sorry i'm not explaining this very well how do i say that in australia pants are trousers and in the uk pants people think pants are underwear anyway they're one and the same but um they're a wide leg trouser and effectively um you could definitely like elevate that with a heel at night i mean i don't imagine that people will be doing that in their house right now but you will get longevity out of those pieces and they're very versatile if you can you know style them yeah i think also i've just been shopping my wardrobe and seeing that's what we were talking about like Mm. also shopping my roommate's wardrobe and us looking at pieces that we've had in there i think because i don't know about you but i haven't been shopping as much for for pieces that I would be wearing and every day I'm kind of more focused. I've been, we've been working at home, working out at home and this, and I'm mm. been looking at active wear and looking at, I think it's an opportunity at least that I found of this kind of slow down is also kind of reconsidering my buying habits. Mm. Um, and also maybe making more considered shopping choices. Um, just because it's, I'm not on the hamster wheel of having to get dressed every single day. Mm. Um, so I've been looking into a lot of like interesting eco-friendly, eco-conscious brands and especially eco-conscious activewear brands um, that maybe have a slightly higher price point than I would have considered before, but also cost per wear. I know I'll be getting the most out yeah. of them at this time. Um, absolutely i mean i don't have a wardrobe because we're in the middle of renovating so i can't find anything so literally all my clothes are still in boxes we're on the countdown now in three weeks to get a wardrobe but it means that if anything i can find that is a top and bottom matches i can like pull them off we have two shelves i can pull one off one shelf and only reach for the other in a box and i can match them up so for me i definitely i mean i'm actually shopping more because I think I have more time and mm. it's like, I feel like I'm sending myself little presents when they arrive <laughs> because I can't find any of my clothes. You through, <laughs> <whatever> <laughs> through this time. I'm shopping more for homeware, but I, yeah. I have found amazing brands or at least I'm having more time to research. There's a mm. great one that I found called, I'm sure other people knew about this already, but if not called Nagata, which is actually Australian. Um, and they use upcycled fabrics. Oh, and fab. Yeah, they use um, an organic cotton and all natural dyes. It's a slightly higher price point, but at the moment, active wear is what I'm wearing the most. Yeah. Um, and there's also a great one called Girlfriend Collective. Um, which oh, they're good. Yeah. And I think has been is sold by lots of retailers in the UK at the moment. Um, but they obviously the a lot of active wear is to get that stretch and everything is made from synthetics yeah so they use 100 percent. i think recycled plastic bottles is what their fabric is made from right yeah exactly they're really good so at least they're reusing they're clever well, as we're talking about active wear should we move on to our second caller because i think he yeah. um 
our dear friend Larry um, is a bit lost in the loungewear situation. So, Larry, go on. We're listening. Hi, Ali and Georgina. I'm calling because I'm confused what is loungewear. Specifically, what is it for a man? My girlfriend says my trackies turn her off and I don't know what to wear that aren't sweats but are comfortable. I'm not judging her for wearing her leggings all day. Touche. I don't think you should be judging her, Larry, if anything of our conversation previous to this. Yeah. Um, I thought also touche. Yeah, touche. I think like the thing about women's activewear is that effectively it has sex appeal. It's it body is, hugging. It's, you know, very figure revealing. Um, I mean, I personally think my activewear is great. It is very um, shiny. I look like, um, it look like it's I'm very shiny. As in, it's like, so glossy. <laughs> yeah, their finish is very shiny. That's why I literally look like I'm, oh my God, what's the cat? Oh my God, the character's name has slipped my mind. Sandy. Sandy. I nearly said Sandra D, but that's in the song anyway. Um, look at me. Yeah, I'm Sandra D. I mean, that's me in the morning getting dressed. <laughs> oh, lucky, your lucky husband. <laughs> I know. But no, me and my husband, James, have had this conversation in that I just don't find his wide leg nylon trousers attractive. I get they're comfortable. I totally understand. But they're not cool. They, you look like a coach um, who is not going anywhere or doing anything. So I get it. But I also... Maybe you need to have a bit more of a relationship conversation, Larry. Personally, <laughs> I'm kind of digging a man in a track suit, not necessarily a sweatsuit, but I am being specific when I say track suit mm-hmm. instead of vintage style. But also that might be because recently I've been binge rewatching The Sopranos um, in isolation. And Christopher and Polly really own this look um if anyone knows those characters they um so is that a reference larry could larry could google yeah um christopher and polly sopranos tracksuits um that's personally just has been um floating my boat but obviously i can understand that's not for everyone um i think for a man, I mean, I guess it, it just says it does for a woman. It kind of, I think loungewear just basically means something that's comfortable and not necessarily hugging you as much mm. as maybe activewear. Um, so I wouldn't, as you kind of said, I wouldn't include jeans. Um, but I do know there are kind of some lounge trousers or like slightly looser trousers that aren't sweatsuits that Muji makes and also cause. Um, that are maybe a bit more of kind of an elevated sweatsuit. More considered, shall we say. I think when a guy chucks on, like as my husband does, I love him dearly, but when he chucks on wide, they're like wide leg nylons. They make noise when he moves through the house. And it, it just, this, it's just, it's not a look I understand. Wide leg nylon sounds so unsexy it's it is unsexy it's like the noise like the it's the noise i associate with like going skiing or like i don't i don't know it's so loud yeah exactly it sounds like snow pants it's like and it's not like i don't know it's just i also am not someone who watches sport so i understand that like you know looking like a coach might be like very um aspirational for some people However, for me, I just, I mean, I work in fashion and beauty. That's 
sense. I, I don't get it. So, I mean, he loves sports, so I, I kind of have to run with it. But, you know, <laughs> each to their own. However, if I could get him in, like, I know what you mean, Mujin, Cos, Dudu, they're just a little bit more considered and a little bit more thoughtful and they just, you know, they almost look like a loose... The trouser I, I'm picturing that I have seen are kind of like a looser chino. They're not the fabric of a chino, but they're somewhere in between. Guys, take note. Um, should we go on to our next caller? Absolutely. So our next caller is a little bit of a Louboutin Lucy. Hi, Bev. I'm Lucy and I'm 28. I've noticed since I'm not wearing any shoes except my trainers that the others are really getting dusty. How do I look after them? Help me show my shoes some love. Oh God, I do know what that's like. I have, I used to have all my shoes on open shelves, which is not a great idea. I mean, you have to take them out. You need to wipe them down with a damp cloth. You need to then let them dry, um, fully dry. And then I would suggest scotch guarding them and then putting them back in dust bags. Oh, so, I love scotch guard. I know. I feel like people don't scotch guard. I feel like that's scotch guard is an underappreciated. It really is. It's really underrated um, item that should be in everyone's home. Like I don't think I, I have shoes that I've had for six years that yeah. have, you know, if you're a bit of a, okay, so hold on. Does it, I don't know if everyone knows what scotch guard is. Maybe. Do you know, thinking back to it, I feel that, I put on Scotch Garden everything, including yeah, me too. Adriana on chairs. Yeah, <laughs> and even wicks away the the moisture. Yeah, so Scotch Guard is like a waterproofing spray as a product or something. I was definitely introduced by my mom. Like she would make me Scotch Guard all my shoes, but it was always the thing that was on the counter when I would buy my school shoes. You know, whenever I needed school shoes, it was always there. And I just feel like mm. it's school a, shoes. Exactly, that was it for yeah. me as well. Because my mom wanted them to last for ages, and you were wearing them every single yeah. day. I had the same school shoes from year seven to year twelve because I did all. So year seven, I think you're like twelve, thirteen, and then year twelve is like when you finish school, so eighteen. But I, so what's that like? Five, six years of school. I had the same shoes because I did all my growing at age twelve. So it was a giant. No. Then, but it meant I could wear my school shoes the whole way through because I scotch guarded them. Yeah, I had little penny loafers that were, I mean, not, no moisture was getting past those. Yeah. So I think. Oh, like, actually, your husband pointed out those, those shoes I wore to your house the other day were actually my school shoes because I had my name in them. Oh, that's so cute. Um, but yeah, I think, I think especially with suede, the, like the lifetime value of those shoes is diminished. Like they you know, if you buy a pair of suede shoes, they are not going to live as long as a pure leather shoe, but you can definitely get some more longevity out of them if you scotch guard them regularly. I kind of tend to scotch guard my shoes at the beginning of each season. Like when I whip, it, whip out boots for winter, I will re-scotch guard them, um, especially if... if... This should be like a drinking game for people, <laughs> how much we say scotch guard. Scotch guard. I just love it. For a sponsor, it could be Scotch Guard. Thank you. Yes, yeah, Scotch Guard. Honestly, I would, I would door, I would go door to door, like salesman knocking for Scotch Guard. I think it's amazing. That's a great. Well, I have nothing to add to this tip. I think that's that's a fabulous way. To yeah, but I think something about dust um, is, especially with suede shoes, um, you can't like dust will wear down 
shiny surface over time. So I know it's great to have like that beautiful open shoe, like, you know, Carrie Bradshaw kind of shell walk-in situation. You just want the vision of seeing all your shoes at once. But the reality is, unless you're going to dust them weekly, it's, you can't store shoes like that. You have to kind of either put them behind closed doors or put them in dust bags. Um, otherwise, you just don't get the longevity out of them. But you can definitely wipe them down and clean them. All is not lost, Lucy. We want to end on a segment we are calling isolation station coordination theorization justification. Let us know your thoughts on how we can whittle that down to something. Beyond the obvious, get dressed and brush your teeth. We want to share with you our little tips and tricks that we've learned along the way in isolation. So the first one I think I would really like to share is a real time saver and was shared with me by my mom, um, who's actually talking to someone who I will have to leave anonymous. However, for comedic purposes, you just have to know he is a CEO. Um, so he started this new role in the last couple of weeks. So obviously whilst in quarantine and for every day of his new job has been ironing just the front of his shirt from the waist up. So my mum happened to run into this gentleman um, on a walk and he was wearing um, nylon shorts, some running trainers and a shirt, a business shirt that was only ironed. He didn't even iron the sleeves. He'd ironed the collar and just literally just, I would say, yeah, waist. Just the front. Just the front. Um, and he was incredibly proud of himself. And I'm not going to lie. Why would you iron the rest of it? Yeah, it's a time saver, but you know, People talk a lot about like in clothing that the environmental damage actually happens after manufacturing because of the amount of times you have to wash it, dry it, iron it. So maybe we can all do a little bit extra by not having to, you know, iron the whole shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably a stretch, but. Love it. Cool. Great. Finish. Fab. Yeah. Well, I think we need to watch. Should we, um, well, I guess it just play music here, Will. And then, yeah. <laughs> As always, please continue to send your wardrobe questions, queries, and conundrums to us on Instagram. Find our handles in the show notes. This podcast is edited by our ever patient extra limb, Will Stewart, and the music is by Hugh O'Brien. Bye bye now. Bye. <laughs>